All right, I didn't watch this fourth down <laughs> Buffalo Bills, and I just want to ask you one thing about this fourth down play. It, it irritates the hell out of me. Is it not worth making? I mean, if they kick a field goal game, they're t- making a two-possession game a two-possession game. See, I'm tired of hearing that. I'm so tired of hearing about the two-possession game, two-possession game argument. You know why? Because you got to score two touchdowns. You know how much harder it is to score a touchdown than a field goal? It's incredibly harder. You know how many times you go in the red zone and you don't get a touchdown? Like, 50% of the time. Oh, not 50%. Is it really 50% in the, in the NFL? Look it's got to be at least 60 Somebody 60, in the chat 70. look it up for me. I'm just tired. If you think that you're, if you hang your hat on the fact that you have a decent defense, make them score two touchdowns. You know who did do that? The guy who wins a lot of football games out there in the 49ers. He kicked the field goal on, on fourth and one out there, out there in L.A. Where were they? They were, they were, in, they were in San Fran. So there was fourth and goal from the one-yard line. They were up by three points. And he decided, you know what? I've watched enough of this football game to know that if I just kick this field goal, i got to make the Chargers go the length of the field and score a touchdown. And guess what they didn't do? That's all I'm saying. I, why? And, and if you don't get it, it's just demoralizing, man. The, fifth, the, the, the 15th, 16th best team in the league in red zone touchdown percentage is the San Francisco 49ers. So right in the middle. And they get in the end zone about 55% of the time. So over over half. But you're still your your point is still holds true. Tennessee number one in that stat for some reason. All right. You wanted to talk about Jeff Saturday. I I I yeah, because I'm tired of hearing about how he doesn't deserve the job and you know, he's just he, he there's there's more important or more there's more appropriate candidates than than Jeff Saturday, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there's some people taking some really hard takes on this. Yeah, and I don't understand how you can come up with that. First of all, he's the interim coach. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. start with that. Second of all, you don't deserve nothing in life. Okay. You get what you get. And my point is is that if you're the boss and you take the risks in life, and you get a chance to, 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 to make a decision, ultimately it's your decision, and it's your decision only. It doesn't matter if somebody's been a part of something for forever or not. If you think that there's someone that you have that gives you the best chance to win or do whatever it is, then go ahead and take a stand and, and take that person. And the idea that Jeff Saturday is just some random guy they picked up off the street, no, Jeff Saturday was, was there during the, the Colts' best runs they've ever had as a franchise. Mm-hmm. He was the center. Basically, as we've talked about before, why are so many catchers managers and why do so many catchers make good managers well i would argue the same thing about a center and when it comes to being a head coach in the nfl can you name another center that's a head coach i don't know do you i don't know any i'm gonna make how you how are you gonna make that statement my point is is that they control the game they have to know the game it's not like this is some wide receiver that just needs to know how to run his routes and that's it and they don't know anything about blocking schemes they don't know anything about largely to a whole degree football and my point is is that the idea that it's just strictly nepotism and that 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 he doesn't deserve a, a single chance do you know how many people in the world essentially have a lot of knowledge you guys want to talk about on the show last week about how oh the internet's opened up an opportunity for a lot of smart people who never would have been given a shot otherwise to be able to get to be given a chance to be a head coach or not a head coach but to be given a platform to be able to be uh, essentially a personality my point is is that let's not act like Jeff Saturday's a nobody okay and he just went out there in his first ever time and won a football game, decided he was going to take Matt Ryan and start him at quarterback again. Yeah. And guess what? They went out and won. So you want to sit here and act like, oh, it's just strictly a ridiculous th- this idea that this guy can be successful is mind-boggling to me. It'd be like this. And I know this is a ridiculous, maybe a little bit of a stretch. But let me ask you something. If Peyton Manning came back to your high school and said, I want to be the head football coach here, 
oh, sorry, Peyton. You don't have any experience at the high school football level to coach. We haven't been. You haven't been. You haven't well, been think, on our sidelines for think, five years. Well, I think they're they're drawing. They're, there's a big. What about Deion Sanders? School. You guys don't. Nobody. Florida State didn't want to take Deion Sanders. Why? Oh, because you don't have any coaching experience. Okay. Well, guess what? The guy. <laughs> the guy's been in the NFL for quite some time. He's got. He, he relates to kids well. All of a sudden, now he's the new hot guy. Oh, that's just. I, I did. I never would have seen that coming. At what point do you just realize that maybe, just maybe? There's guys that have played in the league for a long, long time that are upstanding citizens and good people that could do just as good of a job as Zach Taylor. Just right. because just because he's not sitting well, behind some we guy should, for we 10 should, years. We should take the Colts playbook. Fire Zach Taylor, hire our color commentator. Let's get Dave Lapham to put on a headset. Call plays, baby. Let's mic him up every game. Dave Lapham on the sideline. Just that's, that's electric. You're right, Trace. Come on, baby. Oh, 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 yeah. We, we, we deserve that as Bengals okay. fans. All I'm, saying, all, all I'm getting at is that everyone wanted to jump on Jeff Saturday like, like the guy has never even been a part of anything. Like he's just some – like he's the, he's the great the, – the, the cousin of, of, of Jim Ursay. He's like, oh, yeah, Johnny, Johnny watches footballs on Sundays. Throw him out there. No, I, when, when I made my position known about the, the situation, I was mad at Ursay. Ursay's – idea i mean i'm i'm not knocking jeff saturday at all i think he could be a really good head coach i mean he crying out loud the dude was under crazy amounts of fire this last week and what does he do he pulls off a win right against the terrible raiders team but typically still. interim coaches win their first game isn't that a, like a, a betting thing like you, it you, could be yeah it could oh. be. but all, you, it, isn't that a thing I, yeah it we hits at a decent about, clip. yes we can talk about that later it hits at a decent clip we can yeah. talk about that later. And all I would say is that in order, like, for the fans and for the people that were upset, I think they were more upset about Ursay's de decision because there probably were candidates out there, especially within their own staff, that just didn't get the chance when they probably should have gotten the chance. Because now, if it doesn't work out, there's no way in hell that any of those guys are going to stay in Indianapolis. And if Jim, uh, sorry, if Jeff Saturday does end up doing well, what does that mean for the rest of the staff? Are they all on the chopping block? What, what, what does that mean? Is he keeping everyone? What I, we don't know the details of the hiring at all to know sure. for, for the, the job security of those guys, which is the main issue for me. I, you, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I'm so intrigued to know what is Jeff Saturday's role on the team. Because previously he had no coaching role on the team, so is he coming in? Is he calling plays? Is he dealing with personnel? Like I, I'm, I'm very intrigued to know what Jeff Saturday is as the head coach, what his actual role is. Like is he? Is he? Is he? Is Let he, me ask you this: If Zach that. Taylor, if Zach Taylor didn't call plays, would we all agree that Zach Taylor is probably a pretty decent head coach? Why? Because he builds a good locker room, he builds a little bit of a culture, and he gives guys belief in something. That's in my in my eyes, that's what a head coach's responsibility. Okay, so mostly is Jeff Saturday is. making the personnel choices after not being right. there it, all season long. It doesn't. Like he's just showing up and he's saying who's starting. Yeah, which to me, it didn't sound like he was calling plays because he gave a game ball to the. It'd be hard for him to. No, he gave yeah, a guy he, that's he, never he, called plays before right. a, a, an opportunity to call plays. Right. So to me, it doesn't sound like he's calling any plays. He's not doing anything in terms of in the game. 
what he's handling. Maybe maybe he's calling like the timeouts or the challenges. I don't right. I don't know. The, the 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 thing that you bring up though is really interesting. The yeah, like what is he doing? Like, what is, what he is do- his role? What is he doing? Is he just there to motivate? Because if he's just there to motivate and be a well, what's Mike Tomlin doing, guys? Why, why why are we picking on Jeff Saturday, acting like oh he's the only well, he's the only head coach in the NFL? It, I don't think does. it's a, well, that, a criticism. Just, We're just curious. We are genuinely curious what he does. Yeah, he'd, he'd be doing what any anybody else. But would like be Mike doing. Tomlin's been there all year, so when he makes roster decisions, that makes sense. Jeff Saturday's just showing up on. Monday, not Make been around it. the team all season long, and be like, "All right, you're starting. You're yeah. going to be dressing. You're going to be starting." Matt Ryan. That, that is that is very interesting. I mean, like, imagine you're high, you're a former high school athlete. Imagine if someone, just some dad on the team. That's where you're wrong. He's not just some random dad. This is this guy has a pedigree, but he you had think- it. No, I'm saying. He has a football pedigree. I'm saying, what if some dad just came in and just started deciding who's who's going to be starting and whatnot? He had not been around the program all season long. You don't know what he knew about the program going into that game. You're making assumptions. I know he hadn't he, been at practices. Okay, and at the end of the day, my point is he's probably relying a little bit on position coaches, et cetera, et cetera. The, the, okay, the, the, so that's the, the, what I'm saying is like it's it's intriguing to know what his – that's the whole point is what is he doing as the head coach? Like, what is his roles on the team? That's I, I'm yeah. I'm not. It's not a critique of Jeff Setter. I'm genuinely curious. Like, what is because, his roles as the head coach currently? Because as when you make that role decision for interim head coach, you naturally assume that he's going to be in charge of those decisions. Whereas someone from the staff themselves that's been there since day one would have been a better candidate. I I'm not knocking Jeff Saturday at all. I think right. he, he's going to be great. I mean, he's- but that's my point. You can't, you can't do that. You can't sit there and say, "Oh, I think he could be really, really good or really great," and then turn around and say that the that that the wide receivers position coach that's been there for six years, that's been in the league for eight years, or whatever you want to call it, deserves to be the head coach because he's been there. I that, think- that 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 that's my problem. It's like you know what Jim Irsay probably did, genuinely speaking. He's seen a flyer on a guy. He's like, you know what? I I've known Jeff a really long time. I like Jeff. Jeff knows football. Jeff, when he gets in a room. He sticks out above everyone else because he obviously seems like just like Deion Sanders does. It, it doesn't take long to see who guys, what guys stick out in a room versus others, right? It's like if Charles Barkley, does Charles Barkley need to be a, a, a color commentator for the golf network? Does he need to call golf before you're like, you know what? Charles Barkley would be probably pretty damn good in any setting you put him in. At some point, you get around people and you realize, man, that person could probably do a really, really, really good job no matter what they what what you position you put them in with inside of a locker room of football, right? And at the end of the day, they're not playing very well. They're not very good. So why not say, you know what? I'm going to put a guy in there that I think might be one, could end up being one of the best coaches in the NFL. Or do I put in the guy that's been an offensive coordinator for nine years where I just don't see it very much? Or be like, the, I tell you what, yeah, it's just like the Raiders, right? They go out and they get this Josh McDaniels guy who's been in the league forever, never won shit, and everyone doesn't have a problem with him, but we have a problem with possibly taking a flyer on a guy that you think could end up being great. That's my problem. Well, th- At the end of the day, it's okay to give guys flyers if they've deserved the opportunity to get the flyer. And guess who's making all those decisions? And guess who's put themselves in a position to be able to make those decisions? Jim Irsay. And at the end of the day, he's allowed to do whatever he wants. And you got guys like Bill Cowher out here acting like, it's, like, he, like he's a complete yeah, Bill, idiot in Bill. a nepotistic, you know what? Well, I think the... If, if Jeff Saturday became the coach, I think most of this outrage or conversation about this is what me and Casey were just discussing. It's like, 
what is his role? Because if Jeff Saturday I don't think so. is named coach before the season, if he's named before the season and he can build this entire team how he wants it, I don't no. think there's a whole lot of – I mean, there's a small argument, but it's not as outrageous as it seems right now. You're taking somebody who hasn't been around a team and throwing them in the middle of the year and saying, save this team. No, you're not. You're just trying to figure out what they what it looks like by the end of the year. The the, the season, in a, in a little bit of a way, to Jim Irsay, looks like a lost cause, okay. in my opinion. So, 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 so if okay. you start the guy before the year, you think at that point, it's just like opening day for MLB. Everybody thinks they're going to be good. Hell, last year, I was listening to 700 WLW, and you thought the Reds were going to be in the wild card. I mean, at the beginning of the year, everyone thinks they're going to be good. But right now, you can make a decision. You know what? I don't think we're going to be that great. And guess who else did that? The Bears. Give, give the Bears front office, some, front office some credit because they knew that they weren't going to do nothing this year, so they went out and made some moves for the following years. Justin That's what Fields, they did. Justin Fields is kind of looking like Lamar Jackson out there. We'll see. Uh, Justin Fields is a really, really, really elite athlete that's a good, good running back. And when those so is wheels, Lamar. Huh? So is Lamar. Mm, <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, we'll see. We'll see how that all goes. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but at the end of the day, I'm just sick and tired of hearing about how Jeff Saturday is like the devil because he's coming in in the middle of the year and he's getting an opportunity to possibly be the dude when nobody really even knows Jeff Saturday that well. Can we agree that the nepotism's not the right word because that means you're giving it to the family? But that complaint is true, though. I mean, like, Jim Irsay is giving Jeff Saturday a chance because he is good friends with Jeff Saturday and he worked with Jeff Saturday. That, I mean, that... that argument it is could true. be yes but it i'd also say completely discredit jeff saturday but it also is true that the reason that he's getting opportunities because he's close to jim ursay uh, uh, that's fair but i would say that at the end of the day you can't just jump jump to conclusions like everyone not everyone but most people did about somebody just because quote unquote he's friends with the owner right. guess what the owner is the boss sometimes nepotism works look at katie blackburn over at the Bengals. Kind of, kind Let's of be honest. He offered it to Peyton Manning. Peyton turned it down. They went to Jeff. It was the next. That's <laughs> that's that's probably <laughs> that might not that's be so far not. off. Fair. You don't think jinxes exist? I don't think jinxes exist. I want to know yes. what the chat thinks. They don't. I know yes. what the chat thinks. Jinxes. So Trace is hot on my tail every time we text during the weekend about bets. Yep. If if I if I say ah oh, that one's one and it's still 15 minutes left even though the bet is you up by 20 that. points. He's out on that. He is he is okay with with the opposite side. If if you're losing what? a bet, he doesn't like talking. Yeah, it's got no chance. It, it, it's done. He likes. It was a good he, season. He doesn't like getting his season. heart. He doesn't like his heart to get. I think hurt. I proved that last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they won, didn't they? Well, no, I got him. I routed him out of that set, baby. Um, I just <laughs> I can't I believe find it. it. I so cannot ridiculous. believe it. That you think jinxes something that you're doing 750 miles away from that game in your own home has anything to do with what is going on the field. Rationality-wise, yeah, I don't believe that. But at the same time, I really, really don't want to hear about how something that I care about deeply is going to happen before it really actually happens and then it ends up not happening. And, 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 I mean, if you don't believe in jinxes, the two of you guys, is that what I'm getting at? Paul, you don't believe in I don't in believe in jinxes, no. I mean – You don't believe – no, no, no. That's, I just want to know. Are you in on jinxes or out? You can't be – No, be, I'm can't out. Be 50 I'm 50. out on them. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm out I on – I think they're real. I, I'm out on them, but I don't I don't want somebody to sarcastically rub it in my Thank face you, when I'm you. winning a bet over and – like sometimes people will be like – I think there's a difference between – like if you texted me and said, what? hey, you know, this is looking good up 10 – when you need, you know, when some crazy thing happens at the end, 
versus somebody that's purposely sarcastically rubbing it in your face where it's like, oh, this has no chance of losing. And it's like, all right, dude, just, just calm down. Sometimes it's more of an annoying than it is to hear anything else, especially when you can tell that it's trending in the right direction. But if somebody says it earnestly... I just, just like, can't believe that you guys don't think that jinxes can exist. It is. I will tell you this. Maybe it's just a coincidence. But you know Reed. I know what? Reed, you know Reed. The Reed me and you oh, both know. Reed rule? Yeah. Yep. Reader. Oh. Reader. So. The less handsome Reed. Here's the thing. Reed just so happy. Coincidentally, of course. Sends me a text. Missouri down by four. Tennessee 28. Missouri 24. Yeah. <laughs> just so happens to text me, guys, because he knows I'm on Missouri, knows, knows that I, I actually thought Missouri had a chance to win. Just just text me, you know. And then just so happens that Tennessee rattles off 40 straight points or whatever the number was. I don't think that, Reed that, Rule that, had that, anything that, to do with that. What? That's, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Reed Rule texting you had anything to do with that. It's like when you uh, look at I, the stock market and everybody— I can't wait. I'll tell you what. I, I'll say this. I can't wait. Casey's gonna well, don't Casey's, do what Paul said. Casey's, don't be sarcastic. Casey's gonna don't get do to, it sarcastically. Casey's gonna get to be a part of this. You guys are gonna be all in on something, and I am just gonna get in that group chat, and I'm gonna say you're gonna be an asshole. Just well, be but an see asshole. that's Listen, that's guys. exactly Congrats, that's what guys. we don't like. That's Congrats, what we don't guys. like. That's what we don't like. But the Jeez. difference is me when I was not watching that Georgia and uh, Tennessee game, not watching it and just seeing the score on my phone and going, oh, that looks pretty good. And is then it just all of a coincidence sudden, that when you sent that, Georgia doesn't score again for the rest they of covered. the game? They were fine. They covered. Yeah, they were fine. Oh, so okay. we didn't jinx anything. Yeah. I didn't I mean, jinx a thing. It was just 28 to 3, and the next thing you know, it's it's – it was dicey. It's it's, it's a just dicey game. Excitement. Listen. Once again, Paul had nothing to do with that. All right. Listen, Fine. Trace. Trace is a great example of why jinx exists. The dude literally bet on the Browns. Told us that the Browns were going to win. We're over here like, oh no, oh, there's no way. I love Trace. There's no way. Nothing to do with that. God, Casey is just in a blender. Listen, right now. Casey. Listen. Bear, there's. We're going to agree something. to disagree and move on to the next topic because I can't believe that you don't believe that there's something to the fact that you can get overconfident and then boom, karma you, hits you right in the tail. Well, I if think, you believe in jinxes, you are taking way too much claim in your own life to think that you have something to do with a football game that you are not on the field for, have no coaching for, have nothing to do with other than watching it on a TV in your house. Right. It is then a don't ridiculous thing. Then don't, 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 don't go to the avenue and watch I go to the games. avenue for my happiness because I have so much fun at the gotcha. avenue. Right. And actually, I do it for the people that go gotcha. to the avenue because they Fair. have fun there because I'm there. Don't go to the avenue and watch the, the, watch the Steelers I didn't watch, game. I didn't, watch the, I didn't watch the Bengals at the... At the avenue when they beat the Panthers. Oh, Panthers. <laughs> I didn't. I said I was going Ooh, to all Panthers. Didn't it? Didn't it? Hey, that's like an Ohio State fan not watching not watching their game in their lucky sweatshirt when they played Indiana. Just saying. I'm, I, we'll see how happen. it goes. Jinxes don't happen. Honestly, don't what happen. usually I'm happens. I'm over the topic. What, what usually happens with a jinx is somebody sends a text at the highest point, point and then all of a sudden throw, things right. just go backwards. It's like a stock. I, I, I kind of like that, that, that comparison, but I still think superstition is, is a fun and fair thing for a fan. Okay. Superstition, I, I superstitions are fine as a fan. I can get behind that. I just, I can get behind that. I'm not going to say that I'm not superstitious sometimes. I just don't believe that anything I do for a Bengals Super Bowl that happens in LA has any effect on, like, that's just. Think of it happen. logically, right? Me and yeah. Paul are very practical people here. And we're thinking of it logically. Well, like deep down, I know nothing happens or so nothing why do you worry I do. About it? But, but it's just fun as a fan All to right. have a superstition. That's fair. 
It's fun to be okay. to be you know You wanna take claim in the game a little bit. That's fair. You don't want to just watch it. You wanna be like, I'm helping the team by not wearing this jersey. Correct, yeah. Okay. It's just fun. Doing your part. Doing my part. Appreciate it. All right, guys, is TCU for real? Like let, let's break this down honestly, because no. it seems like there's a big, you know, deity over there in Nevada that is out on TCU. But TCU looked really freaking good on Saturday. They held they held Texas to 28 rushing yards under 200, 200 total yards and still are 88th in the country. I, I get all my takes, mostly most of my takes and most of my, my from that hardcore stances come from Nevada. It is very much a Vegas-driven thing. And the fact that Vegas is so far out on TCU, I've never seen anything like it that I have to – you live by it, you die by it, you know. And I'm going to live by the fact that most of the time, Having this theory makes me money, does well for me in my gambling takes. Not only did my takes, but just my overall outlook on sport. And um, TCU is not for real because, one, they were obviously a seven-point underdog yeah. against Texas. And to be fair to TCU, they won that game. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they are only three-point favorites Do you think against Vegas? a Baylor team. Do you think Vegas is doing what you're doing? They've they've it's, lost a couple times. They're like, all right, we need to throw out an outlandish line out there. We've got to we've got to put it all on black here. I think that Vegas they can is going to make they a lot put. of money this weekend, and it's going to be at the hands of TCU getting railed by Baylor. I mean, TCU. I bet Baylor this weekend. They were two and a half point favorites against K State. So and I was a week just, early, is what you're saying, Trace. I was a week early with. Texas. Don't listen. Because what you're saying here is yes. what I try to do with Texas. I know, but for some reason, people were on Texas, Paul. For some reason, they were. I don't know why, but if you looked at the analytics and the numbers from last week, Paul, yeah, I so didn't, people I didn't were still on late. Texas. People Somebody were still on Texas. There was this allure of Texas that, that for some reason a night game in you Austin was going to do it. But I'm going to tell you, it Paul. It was too obvious. Don't yeah. give up. Okay, you ever seen you ever seen the picture, Paul, of the guy digging next to the other guy digging? Oh there's, yeah. There's diamonds at the end. Yeah. Everyone's seen this meme, right? Keep gambling. Yeah. Don't be the guy at the top turning around. You got to keep digging, Paul. Do not right. give up on the fact. Now I know you're wearing a TCU hoodie, which kind of <laughs> makes this a little weird. But Baylor is going to <laughs> is going to rip TCU to shreds. Do you think that the Don't the, ask me how. I don't know. Do you think the Vegas trap that they put out for the Texas? Um, TCU game was just too obvious. Do you think like the seven point, and that's why people were vet, betting Texas, like, you know, these betters come out and be like, You're, Vegas is going to give us a wooden horse? This certainly isn't going to come back to bite, and it just didn't work. It was too obvious of a trap. Can, can we just agree that it's more likely that they'll lose in the championship and that's how they'll get knocked I out? I don't think so. No. You don't, you don't this think is so? the week for you me. You think it's this week? Yep. This is the week. How confident are you? I, I, this is one of those ones where you <laughs> dig yourself out of a hole from losing a couple of gambling. You know, if you if you if you lost nine hundred dollars last week because you gambled, just win it all back on the Put twelve o'clock kickoff Put it in all. Baylor. Put it all on. Put it all on it. This is when you walk into the casino, which is not very good advice right here. I'm not. This is this is bad you can't advice. Do it. Sling it. When you walk into the casino you and you look up at the now? roulette wheel and you and you seen the last, we'll call it. 30 spins is on black. Just sit there a bit. Just sit there and just go red a few, a few more times. You know what I'm saying? There's no way it hits black 50 times in a row. There's no way. And let me tell you something. Got to have a big bankroll. Midnight has struck for the TCU Horned Frogs. <laughs> I hate to say it. 
Are you staking your flag for the Baylor Bears? There's no doubt. The Baylor Bears, yeah, they might win we'll by three touchdowns. Out. We'll clip this. Uh, we'll clip it out. We'll clip it out. You're saying three? Three I, touchdowns. I really think that it's going to it's going to be ugly. Hey, sir, boy, I'm doing all right. By the way, don't ask me. Why. We just we just yell a lot in this office. It's it's stressful. It's kind of normal. It's a it's a toxic <laughs> work environment. Uh, it's come on. It is toxic. Absolutely. No. No. All right, guys. It's I not. Trace has been hearing this this topic that I've been on for a few years. Wait now. until the chat gets to hear this. He's been, you've I been on this get take Casey, for a while. Paul in the chat. Okay. On this take that I have. All right. Mm-hmm. Football as a whole. High school, college, professional, as a whole, mm-hmm. needs to remove kicking from the sport. All. No more punts, no more field goals, nothing. Remove it all. It is so different from the rest of the sport, it doesn't make any sense. This is a physical, brutal game. The world's best athletes. And then we have a guy who is 150 pounds coming to decide. This battle between gladiators comes in and just kicks one through the uprights, and that's how we decide the winner. It is ridiculous. Kicking is so much different from the rest of the sport that it does it just doesn't make any sense. So then what are we going to call the sport? Can't call it football anymore. Well, the football is 12, feet long, 12 inches long. The, the ball is the size of a foot. He just put Paul's brain through a pretzel. Okay, well, I'll say this. Trace would certainly be much more happier because there won't be a bunch of analytics telling the people to go for it on fourth down. They're yeah, just gonna you would, have to. Well, that's that's where it's crazy is you can't punt. Like you've got to you've got to move the ball downfield. You get four tries to get a first down. You keep moving it down. So Paul's looking up the accuracy. <laughs> I there's no way that's real. I mean, there's no way that that's why it yeah, is. No way. I you know, I don't know if I would be totally against it. This take. If you got reason, rid, if you got rid of no kickoffs, field goals. Yeah, I mean no kickoffs. So then, what do they do? Just start at twenty five. Start at yeah. twenty five. That's what they do. Like what seems to be ninety percent of the time, time anyway. Stop returning the damn kickoffs, God. That's a whole different point. Driving me nuts. I will say this: I think the game would be way. It, it would be chaotic at first, but the adjustment period. Like, I think eventually pe- teams would eventually start getting back to different molds. Like, they wouldn't be so pass-happy. They'd be really focused on trying to run the ball. Well, you get four get downs, a, right, every time. So, it would change the league probably for the worse, honestly. For the would, worse? Yeah, because we would we would go back. We'd be going backwards. We'd be going back to the 80s and the 90s. I say you could get rid of you could get rid of the kick part of it, but why not just say why not just say you can advance it 40 Yeah, just say like, yards. all right, we punt. We punt here. We don't Not punt. We just right. we're going to defer our fourth down opportunity 40 yards down the field. Put the ball on the 40-yard line. Let's play. Yeah. Or ah. put the ball 40 yards the opposite direction. 40? 40 yards. 4-0. What do you think? What's that's... the average punt? Probably forty-five or something like that. I was gonna say like forty-five, fifty. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, four, it, forty yards worth. I think I think that you want to you want to decent decentivize. Is that the right word I'm looking for? Um, disincentivize. What term is that? I should probably know that. But anyway, what yeah. is it? Decentivize. Yeah. yeah, I think you decentivize the idea of wanting to move the ball. So you want to make it less. I mean, you don't want to make it like a fifty-five or sixty yards because then you're gonna automatically do that almost every time. You gotta give. There's gotta be a little risk reward. I almost say maybe even 35 yards. 
Yeah. Now we're really well. Tough. If you make it, the shorter you make it, the more scoring that will happen, which right in turn makes the game yeah. a little more exciting. So you talk me it, down to thirty yards. Yeah, if you make it 35, 40 yards, makes it to where you're still like just not giving it up on your own twenty, but you're, you know, you've got to move the ball downfield. I'm just sick and tired of Aaron Donald and T.J. Watt and all these just gargantuan human beings. This game that they've been playing for sixty minutes comes. And gets decided by a guy who's never played a skill position out on the field, has never played the offensive line, never hit a guy hard in his life. He's deciding who wins this game. Jolly Jolly brings up the fact, he said, this would take out some of the best drama in the games. I would say, to be fair to your point, I'm not saying that I'm on your point, I would say that it would lend itself to a different kind of drama. Yeah, you, it would, you, 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 you're used gone, to this guy, you're used to this used little... As you've called them, peep squeaks coming out there with their with their little who goggles the old, on. Who was the kick, Georgia kicker? Rodrigo. <laughs> Rodrigo uh, Blankenship coming out there with hundred twenty pounds with a with the, with some rec specs on, yeah. deciding whether or not whether or not the game that was played by grown men that you said whether or not they win or lose. I am kind of with that take. It's it is kind of ridiculous, but. But I do think that there could be some drama if you take kicking out of the game in different aspects of it. Do you? The fourth downs. There'd be a lot more. There'd be a downs. lot more fourth downs. There'd be a lot more. Um, what I would say, decisions on whether you move the ball thirty yards down the field or thirty-five yards down the field, or you, whether you decide you're gonna you're gonna go for it. I, I I'm just, not against it. Right. I, I think if every. If, can we get this in like the Canadian? What's the What's the NFL's ver the XFL? XFL. Yeah, they, Hell they yeah, used to baby. Have one for the this. European league. Then they used to have the Berlin Berlin Fire or Berlin Thunder or something like that. They used to have a minor leagues. Yeah, do it in the XFL. They probably I, should do that in the XFL. I anyways. agree. We should let's get the Rock on the phone. Get the Rock on the phone, man. And if then you for, would probably agree too. Yeah. You think the it. Rock wants the? Do you think the Rock wants games decided by Rodrigo Blankenship? I don't it's ridiculous. So. I mean, it's just hilarious that. I mean, who's the biggest guy that you could think of in the NFL? I mean, like, chat. We need a topic, by the way. Yeah, we do need. We need. need he need said, "Hate on, hate on Blankenship." I'm not. I mean, we already did that, so. It's just so funny, and everyone that is against this topic is just blinded of what the sport would look like after afterwards. They just couldn't imagine not punting, not Ooh, kicking, and all this wings. stuff. That's the only reason, guys. I got some snacks for us while they while best they wings in Cincinnati. Ooh. Everett, this is tough. You know where I'm going to go? I actually want to hear because, unfortunately, I don't know if my my, my wing uh, connoisseurship or whatever you want to call it has really expanded the horizons of what Cincinnati wings could be. So, obviously, you got the BW uh, scams of the world, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. You got wings and rings, which is another chain, although headquartered in Cincinnati. Um, I need the... I need the chat to fill up my like time, my, my the timeline of all of the different uh, wild mics, snacks of the day, snacks of the what day. Is this? Gotta get us the snacks of the day. What other options are there? We got wings on Brookwood, which is a Hamilton staple. I'm not kidding you guys. Roosters. If you, I'm not just saying this. I mean, if it feels like I hate roosters, by the way. I mean, I'm gonna give I'm an answer that nobody will give any credibility I'm serious. to. But this Sunday, 4:25. The Bengals play against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Come to the avenue and order their wings. They are the best wings I've ever had in my life. Bar none. I'm not – I mean, they're expensive. I ain't going to lie to you. The, I, the wing market is crazy right now. Ah, I wish we could have invested me. in gas and the wings. Right. 
chicken wings. Man. They people keep paying them. By the way, the snack of the day: little breadsticks and cheese, guys. Did you like me asking Tom about Dogecoin? I was not watching. Did you, you, did you catch it? that? Yeah. No. I asked him how much Doge he invested in. What did he say? <laughs> how much do you think he invested in? Does he even know what Dogecoin is? Yeah. No. He didn't. Well, that's good. Eli's Barbecue has has great wings. Eli's Bar and Grill, host of home of the Win the Day Sports Show, hosted by Paul Frischner, and they've got good wings. Where are your guys' favorite wings? I mean. If you've been following me on Twitter for the last few months, you know I've been going around and trying some different wings around the city. But I'll tell you what, they still haven't been beaten. Home, homegrown, Dana Gardens. Dana Gardens. And you know, and you I want had to somebody, be taken as a serious. UC I had somebody guy. come up to me over the weekend, or no, who was it? it was somebody here in Hamilton? Yeah, it was. It was in. Uh, it was. It was right over there. It was in the production shop at Headlines. Yeah. I forget who it was. Last week goes. He saw I was wearing a Dana's hoodie last week, and he goes, man, Dana's best wings in Cincinnati. No way. And I go, no my way. guy, I, I, I can't, I'm not even making it up. This sounds like, this right, happened Tracy. last week. This sounds right, like Tracy. an in, inside job. This sounds like a Jim Irsay move. Never Just saying. Been. You want to be taken seriously as a UC yeah. Basketball reporter, when you're just sitting here, pub and Dana off, Gardens Dana about the Gar best right. wings Sam, in Cincinnati. The Oak has good ones. MLTs, very good. MLTs, very good. Where's, no, where's Knockback Nats at? Yeah, where's that at? I've Ever heard that. I've heard that suggested a lot. Somebody, you got a suggestion for the best wings? Um, you know, I don't have. This sounds like a pleading the fifth moment. I don't have. Great suggestions. <laughs> I just have a lot of places that I like going for wings, like Wild Mike's down in Del High. There's, uh, I think it's uh, the Fishbone. Right across from Skyline. All right. And that's also in Del Quaker High. Steak. I forgot about Quaker I Steak. I haven't been to Quaker oh, Steak Quaker in so long. Dude, Quaker Steak used to have unlimited wings yep. back when I went to school. You want to talk about absolutely killing your body? Oh, Me and my buddies wings. would go there oh, and just... Yeah literally destroy our human body so many wings eat as many as you possibly could and then you leave and you really honestly felt like you were gonna die 10 wings to start with and you got four and you just gotta try all and the, the thing that's crazy is like your human like the psychology behind that just makes you think that you have to do that because you're not getting your money's worth if you don't they would tell you we would ask the waiter like at what point are we making it to where you're losing money and they'd give us some random. I guess the waiter knew that. It was like, oh, 18 wings is where we're losing our money. Because yeah. I think it was $16. Yeah. $16 for all you can eat wings. In today's economy? Can you imagine? That's why they stopped doing the promotion. Huh. $5 huh. foot long still, I think, is the greatest marketing. Better than the five for five? Four for four, I mean? I really do. Back in the day, $5 foot longs were just smacking. I feel like most people went the subway when they never had gone there before. Guys, is this worse than the – it's not better than the Zinger. Is it worse than the Fudge Round? I'm going to say something a little hot. These things, I know I ate them all. Scams? These aren't very good. No, they're bad. No. They're just – there's not a lot. They're not, not good. Not a whole lot there. Not, not a lot. And uh, I hate roosters. I'll tell you ever in a minute. Um, to finish my thought on those, there's something about the cheese. Oh, fake cheese. Yeah. That's like obviously cheese. clearly fake. And – I understand why. But is there anything worse when you go to a, uh, a ball game and you get nacho, like nacho cheese? Mm -hmm. And they got like one of two things happens. I'm not sure. I haven't been in the game long enough to know, like, or I haven't been behind the scenes enough to know. But either, the cheese is, is either 
a different style of cheese or off like it's not the traditional nacho cheese and it tastes like that it's like yeah it's like clearly fake and then yeah. you go and get some nacho cheese and it's like okay this smacks the fake cheese there must be one provider in the fake cheese market because whether you get crafts mac and cheese or they just put that that uh little sanding stuff with water and you mix it around it all tastes the exact same well, Velveeta, Velveeta is a little different. But Velveeta gives you actual cheese a little bit, like, right? Yeah. Well, I guess it's more like that. It's not like the. the I'm dude. I'm still stuck on the football. What a foot? A foot a long? Foot long. A foot Did you not figure out how long it is? The the, the answer to this question really fast. I I don't like roosters because I feel like it has more of like um, there's like this weird greasy, like it just seems like the fryer that they use just has some like stuff in there that just you're not it just, alone it's got a little bit of a weird taste to it to me like it, it, you like frickers it's the same place i i gotta be honest i, I i'm gonna hold judgment just based off the fact that if there's some <laughs> if there's some shows that go to frickers from chatterbox oh, sports yeah. i don't know if i want to say what i gotta say but All right, well, we'll i'm gonna say that i'm gonna plead the fifth on uh, on frickers i'm gonna plead the fifth it's right there with roosters as a proud hamiltonian i hate wings on brookwood <sighs> hate it sorry you got to get their tenders but terrible. that's here nor there it, it, terrible. Uh, before we jump to uh the wheel of lunch so is, we're, it, is a football a foot long it can't be do we oh, know I, I don't i didn't get very far i figured reed was just messing with me Tough. you know where the first ever nfl football game was played where i do yeah Tri triangle park in dayton ohio you know why can you play a baseball game there i that was sinclair's home field my freshman oh year. baby that's where we played chaminade julian freshman I, I i remember walking to triangle parks field and uh, for those that don't know triangle parks field not good not good not good at all. This was the first ever NFL game. And there was a plaque there, historic plaque. Just walking to practice one day, started reading it. First national football game. National football, football league, league game. game. Yep. I'm like, wow. You talk about a rise. Mm -hmm. You talk about a rise. It was That's between Canton and Dayton. Incredible. And now the Hall of Fame's in Canton, and all NFL footballs are made in Ada, Ohio. So we just got all the football. Right Isn't there. it amazing how the National Football League Started in Ohio, has all these things in Ohio, and the two teams in Ohio have been just absolutely oh. abysmal. You kidding me? The Cleveland Browns franchise has won, what, two Super Bowls since they moved to Baltimore? Good point. If you ever want to get a Browns fan mad, just talk about when they want to bring up like Jim Brown and all this historic stuff. Like, that's not your guys' franchise. That's the Baltimore What's Ravens. a success look like for Jeff Saturday? I want to set the bar here. What does success look like? Two yeah. more wins. How many? Um, two. Two? Two What's more wins. The, can I get a little bit of input from the chat maybe on this? Because I think you get this, and Reed and I were going to talk about this, where yeah, yeah, you get this new coaching bounce, and uh, I just think that a lot of times you see these new coaches come in, you bet on the new coach, it hits, and then things just come tumbling down real quick. So if you can avoid that, pick up – Two more the rest of the way. They did play the Raiders, which are yeah. That's not that's what I'm saying. Why are the Raiders so bad? Like man. they squeaked by a team that is really bad. God, why? Are why they are they so bad? They were good last year. Made the playoffs. I mean, there were. They've got a good quarterback. He's good. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. They're terrible. Yeah. They what do. about what about uh, Carr's like post game deal? I didn't see it. Yeah, he what was and he was in tears. Tears. He was breaking down like. 
You didn't see it? Oh, no, I didn't. I mean, I could try to pull it up. He looks like he's always kind of crying. Dig it up. Dig dig it up. up. He's always kind of crying. No, this one was like... This was real deal. This was like... This was like... um, (laughs) uh, You've been holding something back for a couple weeks, and you got to the podium, and for whatever reason, those emotions that you've been holding back for weeks started to rushing to the brain. And he just couldn't – I mean, Casey's going to have it up here in a minute, but he, he just couldn't possibly hold it back anymore. And it almost seemed like it was an indictment more or less on the support around them. What would you what – would, would anyone else agree with that? I mean, it seemed like he was more upset not at the players, but obviously the staff. Yeah, the staff for sure. It seemed like the staff – I'm not sure. Go ahead. Go ahead and uh, – problem is, is he's not going to be able to hear it, right? No, he's not going to be able to hear it. You want to read or run it, read, jump up there and listen to this. Go. I love, I love Josh. I love the car. I love our coaches. Um, They've had nothing but success, you know, way more success than I've ever had, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Derek, um, you know, sorry. to finish that, sorry for being emotional. I'm just pissed off about some of the things, you know, that a lot of us try and do just to practice what we put our bodies through just to sleep at night. And for that to be the result of all that effort pisses me off. Pisses a lot of guys off. It's hard knowing what <clears throat> some guys are doing. Like I said, just to practice what they're putting in their body just to sleep at night. Like just so we could be there for each other. <laughs> and I wish everybody in that room felt the same way about this place. And as a leader, that pisses me off, if I'm being honest. Eric, obviously, the... Yeah. My mic on over here? Yeah, yeah that's on. A, that was... He sounded prophetic, almost. Like, the way he was just speaking about that, you can tell he's... I mean, obviously, he's torn up. I mean... Is he clearly got some emotional attachment to McDaniels as a coach or like what do you take away from that post game uh, the only thing I took away from it is that he felt as if the same effort and energy or commitment whatever term you'd like to use that him and a few of his teammates or maybe many of his teammates are doing to try to win football games is not being displayed by another group of people yeah. And it, 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 he didn't call out, obviously, the coaching staff as a whole. Sure. But it just seemed as if maybe they were going out and doing whatever it took to possibly win, and he doesn't feel like that's being reciprocated. It seems like a bad relationship, right? It seems like yeah. It seems like either the, 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 the wife or the husband gets inside of this, ther- this therapy room mm-hmm. and just loses it because they care a lot about something, and the other person just doesn't seem to care, and they've come to grips. We're well, not grips with it. They've come to realize it. And they just can't fathom that they're in the position that they're in when they thought at the beginning of it, 
it was going to be great. That's kind of how I take it, right? It's like he realizes that they're on a divorce, like they're getting a divorce. Yeah. And 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 and, 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 and about six months ago, seven months ago, he just got a brand new elite receiver, has a brand new head coach, and he thought they were going to live happily ever after and not going to a Super Bowl. Not just a new head coach, but like a head coach that was very heavily, you know, favored like in the in the market like teams looking for new coaches they wanted mcdaniels and i wonder if Derek carr went out on and this is all speculation here obviously went out on a limb to say like we want mcdaniels um you know who was the coach last year the interim coach that did good job um, bianca they, uh, they brought it up in the chat i think ever brought it up in the Bisaccia. chat Bisaccia. Um, did a great job right and he didn't get the job and i wonder if Derek carr you know maybe had a really good relationship with Picasso, I don't know how to pronounce his name, sorry. Basaccia. Basaccia. Yeah. And he's Special like, teams coach for the Packers. Yeah, you want to you wanna go out and we want to get McDaniels because that's what everyone wanted, right? I mean, probably the number two guy behind, I don't know, very favored coach. And he went out on a limb and said, let's get him, and it's just not working. It's just not working. It's clear on the field. Man, I Derek Carr as a player is so likable. Yeah. He really is. He, yeah. he is such every time you hear him talk, he is such a likable person and you get why through thick and thin because he, 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 you know, he has games where he looks fantastic and he has games where he doesn't look too great. I would say overall, he's a, he's a very good quarterback, but he just is an incredibly likable guy. Yeah. And the, the, the problem, the problem now is, is that, you know, like any relationship, once the trust is gone or once, once something has yeah. been, uh, kind of brought to the public light if you will i don't think that that's repairable they say winning fixes everything and it it does it does it does but the problem is is that in order to win you usually chicken or the egg right? you usually have to have something um and i think it's too far gone now to to, to save it there's a small weird thing in back of my mind it's like um the raiders could fix it right could they've the Raiders got the fix tools. It? They've got they've no, got a quarterback. Oh. I mean, like if it, could the Raiders front office make a make it make a crazy decision and call up their I mean, he's color just commentator? A, he's just color a commentator. <laughs> Here we go. He's just a special teams coach for the Packers. I mean, you give him a call up, you say, Hey, we realize that we might have messed this whole thing up. We want to make a move. Are you willing to come back? I think the answer is obviously going to be yes, I want to come back. Don't know if that fixes everything, but it certainly can't get much worse than it is now. Is is McDonald McDaniel's was he the coach that took the job for took the the Colts job at one point and then immediately backed out? Yes, he was. So he's never going to coach again, is what I'm getting at. You never know in this league because there's there's this. I mean, as you guys said, full of nepotism. I mean, he's also the same coach that. Uh... That just was miserable in Denver too. I mean, that, so yeah, that he was. He's he was, done. He was bad in Denver. Goes to New England, resurrects his career because they're winning Super Bowls with Tom Brady, and then he takes the job with the Colts. And then the next week says, "I don't want it anymore." And people are like, "All right, well, you can't trust him, but he's still a heavily favored coach." And then he goes to Las Vegas and turns a a playoff team into one of the worst teams in the league. With with better talent, hmm. Tom Brady, yeah, one of the best PR guys you could ever have. 
I mean, you go hang around that guy for a little while. It wins you ball games, right? <laughs> your stock goes up, man. I mean, does your stock get any higher? Could you imagine? Like, no offense to Gronk, but I mean, if Gronk if Gronk's playing for playing for Seattle, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not. In, I used to actually be all the way out on Tom. Yeah, Brady. you were. You. I used to not. I hate's a strong word. I'd say it's pretty close to hate. I used to be a hater, and I've come to realize that. Behind all of that, I used to think Belichick was the guy behind the curtain pulling all the strings. A lot of people did. A lot of people did. And uh, I got to be honest, between Brady's personality coming out of his shell or whatever you want to call it, I don't know if it was a shell. It's just coming out of the organization that didn't want you to say anything, and he was a company man, so give him credit. He, 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 he's not the same guy he used to be when it comes to social media and just being, you know. There's going to be a great documentary about that whole fallout. but Yeah, and I mean, he, now he seems like a very likable guy. You listen to him talk, and mm -hmm. he's got good humor, and he's funny. And on top of that, the guy goes and he wins another Super Bowl without without Belichick, Go, goes and he gets himself in a position this year to where you like it or not, man, I'm telling you. And I'm not saying that the Bucks are the real deal and they're going to be uh, Super Bowl contenders, but we talked about this the other day, and you said it the other, uh, this before the show. The right guy from Fox brought it up best. Nick Wright. Could, Nick yep. Wright from, uh, I think it's Fox, right? Is he with yeah. Fox? Yeah. Yep. And, and, and it's like, listen, there's a small chance that my man's playing Daniel Jones in the first round, got Geno Smith waiting for him in the, in, in the next round, and then he's got to play Kirk Cousins to get to the Super Bowl. And uh, you can say what you want, but there ain't nobody that's going to take Tom Brady or, or the other guy over Tom Brady in any of those situations. Right. Everett Henry asked, how long was Josh McDaniels the offensive coordinator in, in New England? He was the offensive coordinator the first time around when they had Randy Moss, um, back when they were undefeated. Then he went to Denver. Then went after that failed, he went to St. Louis for a year, and I think that was Sam Bradford's really good year where he got paid for that. And then was at New England from 2012 to 2000 and to last year. He was their offensive coordinator there for the past decade, so there for quite some time. But some it, guy, some guy, and this brings up this is to my small extent my point at the beginning of the show. I'm yeah, ended it on that. Some guys are good in certain roles, and when you elevate them to something else, it's a completely different job. The head coach and the offensive coordinator is a completely different job. Mm -hmm. it, it, and just because you're good at one thing doesn't automatically mean that you're going to be good at the other. And for, for more or less, my argument has always been and always will be, the job of the head coach is to more or less give people hope and, and, and inspire a building to try to perform at, their elite, at the highest level they possibly can. And I don't care if you know a whole lot about X's and O's when it comes to calling plays or not calling plays. You obviously have to be competent with two things, in my opinion. When to call timeouts, clock management, okay? You get on coaches a lot. Cannot believe that there's that many – and just, hell, you don't even need to be smart about it. Just get a guy next to you that stands there and says, hey, we probably should take a timeout here. Someone and hire on, Trace. On top of that, making decisions on when you got to go for it and when you don't. Yeah. That's it. The hard decisions. you got to make the, the hard decisions. So, tier, so so job number one is to motivate? Job number one is to create a culture within a building that gives your team, whatever you want to call it, belief that they can go out and do whatever it is that you're asking. Sir Boy's on your butt right now. What? He said, but the Browns are supposed to win the Super Bowl. That's Jolly, true. Jolly Jolly brings up another good point. You got a challenge. Yeah. It's a, Speaking it's a, of which, how many times? Zig away from that. Huh? The Browns, your $600 that you just threw away. Listen, guys. Threw away. Here's what I'll say about the Browns. Yesterday was a damaging day. It was bad. 
and, and, and when you make a bet like I did, you become a part of a nation. I'm part of Brown's nation. I'll be in it thick or thin. Doesn't matter. Are the Packers back? I like to think they are. The Packers back, not. baby. I don't think they the are. Packers back. But here's what I'll say about the Browns. I try not to overreact. Try not to get too high. Try not to get too low. The Browns have a shot, fortunately for them, this week to make it all back. They got a shot. I'm not saying they're going to win, but they got a shot. If you told me before the game started yesterday that you'd go one and one in the next two weeks, 100% take it. Who they got this week? The Bills. Mm. So you lose to the Dolphins, who you argue, hey, we could should have won that game. But then you lose to the Bills, everything's normal. You got to beat the Bills. You beat the Bills this week. I'm not out on the Browns, guys. I will be if they lose against the Bills. Yeah, that playoff picture in the AFC is looking tough. Looking real tough. I mean, you gotta you gotta win ten games, right? At the Bengals. Any team that wants to make the postseason. Oh yeah, yeah. is it ten? Yeah, yeah I think it's ten. Yeah, it's I was doing the math on it last night. I think it's ten. It's ten. I spent ten. So the, I went down the Browns have no more. Last night. No more. They're they at seven losses. Are we sure it's not nine? Are we sure we can't get nine in there? Well, the no. Bengals are not even the next team to make the postseason. They are two spots out at five and four right now. Well, all I gotta say is that. There's got to be a little bit of a – I mean, the Bengals – The playoff picture right now. Bengals lose, Browns win. They're one game behind the Bengals. The playoff picture right now has the the Bengals as the ninth team and seven make it in a conference. They are five and four. The Chargers, who are five and four, are the eighth. Patriots are the seventh. They're also five and four. And then there's four teams that are six and three and two teams that have seven wins. So, yeah. I'm going to hold out hope just because I have to. Well, the, the AFC that nine East, wins can get you in. The AFC East is going to cannibalize itself because there's currently three teams. that Yeah, they are, have to play each other. Right. The Jets, the Bills, and the, the Patriots all have six to five wins. I think Casey said something low-key today that everybody wants to scoff at. It's kind of, that's kind of smart. Sling it. The Jets, they're going to fall off a cliff. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you want to talk about just a free fall. They, well, might as well, they might as well just pull out the old Tom Petty soundtrack now, man. Listen, <laughs> the number one way to, you know, predict success in the NFL is if you have a guy at quarterback. That's the number one way to predict success in the NFL. And I don't care if they're 6-3, and three, not a believer in Zach Wilson. <laughs> He's terrible. Right. And I say the same thing over for the Seahawks on the in the NFC side. They're six and three with Geno Smith. He's playing well, but I actually want when you watch Geno Smith though, he does look the part at times. Yeah. Like he 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 looks okay. He's made some throws this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean just... he he can be that guy. I, but I'm telling you, you watch Zach Wilson for more than two quarters of a football game, and you're like, what in the hell are we doing out here? I mean, at what point do you be like, you know what, Joe Flacco? Might be not a bad option if we got a chance to win this division. And I said that I said that early on. I was like, isn't there at least a conversation that has to happen for a, co- a quarterback controversy? And everyone was like, no, you got to start Zach Wilson. <laughs> I don't think they saw him play last year. He was bad. He was really right. bad. And the thing is about some quarterbacks, and this is where I will give all of everybody in this office some credit from time to time, Justin, the Justin Fields take. At some point – if you have a really, really bad roster and you're a bad team, sure. It's probably hard to be a quarterback on that team. Yeah. 
But I think it's been proven that Zach Wilson's playing for a pretty damn good team, man. It's not like it's not like it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, man. You know, he's just getting beat up after every time he snaps the ball. He's got four seconds to throw the ball, and that's it. Defense is putting him in positions where they have to they have to be one dimensional. It's not the case for him. At some point, I'm just telling you, you if you start to lose a couple games here just because the quarterback play isn't what it needs to be, would you guys make the switch? I know you're trying to figure out your first round talent if you need to get a different guy or if you need to stay with him. I think Zach Wilson just gives you something extra. I mean, like, hey. I guess if you've got the if you've got the whole roster, I mean, you put Joe Flacco in and just be like, all right, don't lose us the game. Zach Wilson can lose you games, but he also, I mean, he he at least gives you a little bit of excitement. I'll say this: if the Browns beat the Bills this week, like you are crystal ball projecting, <laughs> the Bills are out of the playoff picture if they lose this week. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> What? Yeah, they'd fall out of the playoff picture. Oh, but I thought you meant I thought you meant they weren't going to make the playoffs. No, they fall out of the current playoff picture. They'd be 6 and 4. That was wow. the spin zone I said after the Bills lost yesterday. I was like, "Hey, you want a spin zone on the Bengals season only a game behind the mighty Bills. <laughs> the Super Bowl champion Bills." Yeah. Right. Remember How remember all those days? You went to get lose two games in a row. Oh well. I'll tell uh, you what. Oh, go ahead. The NFL we're past our time. We are past our time. No, well, just before we get to the wheel of lunch, breaking news from Tom Brenneman just texted us. Ooh, 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 ooh. Casey, give us breaking news. Breaking news. Go ahead. Dusty Baker confirmed big interview for Wednesday. Ooh, oh, baby. baby. Let me tell you Tune guys something. Into that. I'm being serious. I don't know what we got to do. I, 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 this is me pleading to not just this audience that we have, the chat. But Tom's show is so good. It's too good to not have more people watch this thing yeah. or listen to it. It's doing okay. It's doing well. I'm it's not doing, downplaying it. I'm not trying to say it. And it's always going to be a climb, right? You don't start something and the next day, it's not, nothing's an overnight success. But let me tell you something. We should be doing some numbers here when we got a guy like Dusty Baker behind the mic. So you need to tell all your friends. Tell your coworkers, tell anybody that'll listen to you, that you need to tune in off the bench. It's going to be awesome when Tom breaks the news that Dusty's back for another year in Houston on the show. And that's 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 our pop. I thought that was already a thing. It's, no? it's, it's already a thing. Oh, he's back for another yeah. year? <laughs> <laughs> well, he signed, a, signed an extension two-year deal. Yeah. I forgot, actually, now that you remember that, I remember yeah. us talking yeah, about yeah. that. All right, what's on the wheel of lunch? All right. We gotta get some some names on there. Oh man, can we just put Genus? Genus, Rib City. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you keep Genus. I like Rib City. Rib City. Gotta get the fried okra. Um, what else have we not done in a little while? Taco Bell. God, no, we're not ruining Genus and Rib City with Taco Bell, and that's Jeff coming Rudy. from a no lunch. Put no lunch up there. No, don't do that. Don't to me. put no lunch. Don't do that. To I me. think no that lunch. no lunch should be an option. It, no it lunch. Just, it just has. To I don't. Be. The drama would would, would would be something. No lunch. Sorry. Respect the wheel. Is Neil? I like open? Everett. Just go to just go to Gina's. So what was the other one? Everett. <laughs> what is Hannah? Well, those the, I have to. Is Neil's open? Oh. Neil's across the street. Yeah, put Alexander's on there. Yeah, that's fine. 
All eight up. I could do all eight up. All right, that's enough. That's how it. many? That's how it. many? That's how it. many that's we it. got? That's it. Well, Alexander's all, all eight up. up. They're the same thing. <laughs> it's. Just give him a second. Well, Casey, you'll figure right. it out. So we've got. It's gonna be a sad day when all eight, when no lunch hits. Ah, oh, son of a gun. I'll is... tell you what, guys. No lunch isn't gonna hit. <laughs> no lunch. <laughs> no lunch you. isn't gonna I'm hit. Don't you. do the anti-jinx. No, no, no. I mean, this is pure. This is poetic for the end of a show. No lunch isn't gonna hit. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's gonna hit because jinxes exist. There yeah. we go. Was that easier than oh. than just I, well? So here's Casey, just d no, delete it and then start a new thing. No, you can't. can't. So you can't, can't in VMix. You can't. Here. You have to you go into the tab thing. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You, Casey. I love how I'm. I'm just on the chat. By the way, like I'm just. I'm just front and center. <laughs> what is it? What, what's everybody wants to talk about? Sonic. No, we ain't going Sonic, to. come on. <laughs> Casey Sir and Boy. I did Sonic like our Sir Boy. What? Fourth day Sonic working here. Did you get where they were? Is good they, for one thing and one thing only, and that's a beverage. Cherry Limeade. I mean they, they make pretty good beverages. Milkshakes, the whole nine yards. Jocko's I don't think Paul and Casey are ready for Jocko's. Is High Street Cafe open? No, they're they got their they got their uh, Very Berry Monday. It is very, very Monday. Put it on there. All right. I'm just going to make a new a new one. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I mean, Lord. Casey with his, with his black hoodie looks like Steve I got a Jones feeling right that it's going to be dinner by the time we get to this. <laughs> oh, Casey, what is going on here? <laughs> Casey's spinning <laughs> wheels on the program everyone. feed. All no, right. in all seriousness, High Street Cafe. Let's make an analogy here to a professional team. It would be like if the New England Patriots just ceased operations. I don't know if ceased operations. <laughs> Let's say let, that's a beautiful example you just used, but it, it basically was the Patriots when they got rid of Tom Brady. It was this was High Street Cafe for non Hamiltonians was the best place in Hamilton to get lunch, bar none. Some would packed, argue the best restaurant in Hamilton. Packed every day for lunch. People from you know business people that work here on High Street. They are packed every day. They did too much business. They did too much business. It was it was weighing heavy on the owner's heart, and they ceased okay. operation. Alexander's all ate up Rib City, Gina's, and no lunch. Is that it? No lunch. Man, can we get my face off the screen? Put that put that wheel in there. There we go. All right, here we go. I hope it doesn't land on Hannah. Oh, there we go. All right, All right, here we go. It is reverse. It's no chance it hits no lunch. Ah! Oh, see, Alexander's. No, that's fine. At what point do we start I stressing about no lunch? That's the, you can't jinx it. There's no you. You just just can't do it. It's up to the wheel. It's up to the wheel. I mean, yeah, exactly. How would our thoughts? And no, it stop! Literally, it literally stop! doesn't. How, how would our thoughts and our talk not hit no lunch? It Honestly, literally it doesn't, have it, no... Doesn't, it makes no difference if I sit here and Correct. I say... Correct. So why are you it, doing it as a I, shtick? I don't know. I don't. It has I mean, no bean. It, it's it's really weird. Oh, baby. Oh, here we go. This is it's all really, or nothing. Oh, this is oh, all or nothing. really, really weird. This is all or nothing. I just don't understand. All right, here we go. It's, it's got to land on it. No it's got to land. This is, this is big, guys. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
Oh, we're not eating lunch. Hold on, hold on. Oh, man, we don't get to eat. It's always the opposite. What a shame. to eat. What a shame. I mean, it just has no effect on the world. You guys had, like, what was the percentage chance you had, boys? 20% chance. Man, a damn shame. And Trace is right again. I'm tired of being right. About what? Well, you could have affected the way that you Take care, everybody. Jinxes exist. We just proved it. Uh, See ya.